really going to do it. And I'm going to say things around this verse for you. Because I realized as I was reading this, preparing for tonight, that sometimes in the mid-bleak winter, this is the bleak midwinter, sorry, bleak midwinter, sometimes in those moments, I hear something uplifting, but my mind thinks something else. So this is kind of a dialogue around this uplifting reading that hopefully will be helpful. So Isaiah 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. The darkness is all around. Our families are divided. In our nation we are deeply divided. We can scarcely listen to others. Others seem disgusted by us. Poverty, mental illness, drug abuse, and acts of hate can we ever overcome? And violence persists. Domestic abuse, sexual abuse, gun violence from our schools to our streets, terrorism and wars. When will the light shine? You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. Thanks, Prophet Isaiah, for reminding us of the joy, the many reasons to rejoice. When we remember the good, when we recount the joy moments, when we remember what brokenness and darkness that has been overcome by the light and a new wholeness, the stories of humanity, our stories are filled with this good news. These stories fuel our hope for the future. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. The people of Israel were occupied and oppressed so many times in their history, as recounted in the Hebrew Scriptures our Old Testament. The day of Midian was one of those times when they won the day, they defeated their oppressor, and on this day they saw the promises of God that the light would shine upon them. Isaiah reminds the people of this story with a simple reference, the day of Midian. Is there a story in your life that has such power that reminds you of the light that shines upon you? For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. I love this promise. Not only will the light overcome the darkness in the trauma stories of our lives, it is possible to let go of the details, the images of trauma that can still haunt us. This is not a denial of the trauma. This is the completion of the good defeating evil story. The day will come when the intentions of the God of the love creation will come to completion and into its fullest reality. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I tingle with wonder and hope every time I hear this. <coughs> 
Was the prophet Isaiah predicting the birth of Jesus more than 700 years before it happened? I like to think that he had no specifics. Instead, this was his imagining of what was possible from the God he knew through his spiritual experience. This Christmas Eve night is such a time for us to see in the baby in a manger and to see our hope come alive. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This says it all. This is the reality coming true in our midst. The power of love became flesh and dwelt among us. As followers of Jesus, we commit ourselves again on the holy night of peace to walk the path of the one laid out by the wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father and Mother, Prince of Peace. Thank you, Prophet Isaiah, for the reminder, for the encouragement and inspiration. It was, it's really interesting when Liz, who, who helped me kind of plan this, we really thought we were only planning music. It turned out we were kind of planning on a whole idea um, for the service. Um, this, whole, this whole hymn of In the Bleak Midwinter, it's just amazing how it progresses us through the very process that the birth of Jesus is all about. And so we ended up kind of centering on that. Um, and in fact, if you were to kind of title this service, there's a hymn that we're going to be singing later on. Um, it's actually a Christmas hymn. Who would think that what was needed? So, you could say that this night is about in the bleak midwinter. Who could think of what was needed? See, what do you think is needed in this time and this place? And the birth of Jesus came at a time when things were pretty bleak. Um, we heard reference to it in the Isaiah passage. But you know, the people there in the territory of Israel, um, those people were oppressed. Those people were occupied most of the time. They didn't have the power in their communities. Um, it was... It was a hard place to be. It was a bleak midwinter, sometimes all year long. Sometimes their captors took them away and they were exiled into other lands for decades and generations before they were able to come back and some never made it back. So it may feel to you like it's a bleak midwinter in the time of your life, or in the time that we live in this world and in this culture. And if you do, then this night is especially for you. Because we get to first start, and the first verse has us doing a little bit of remembering. It brings us back, and you'll even see in the bulletin, I kind of put the title of what each verse focuses on. Those are all in the green. So the first verse is remembering. Out of the bleakness, what can come? What wonder can actually come? And as we remember back, 
It was Jesus in a manger, in unlikely circumstances, with unlikely parents, in an unlikely place. And it came. Imagine if we learned to expect that all of the time. And then, in the, ver- in the second verse, we have the birth of light through darkness, which is really an overriding theme for those of us who are followers of Jesus. It is the message that if we follow Jesus, we begin to understand a little more every day and every year how the light shines through the darkness, how even when we're really discouraged, that light is coming and we can count on it. And of course, Christmas Eve is nothing if not about celebrating. And the third verse of In the Bleak Midwinter is a verse of celebration. And we are celebrating tonight the birth of Jesus. And hopefully we're also celebrating the birth of a renewed joy and hope in each of your lives. That is another thing we can hope to be celebrating along with you tonight. And then, um, in the fourth verse... We have our response, our offering. We are, what can I offer all of my heart? So, if this birth of Jesus means anything to you, if it is following Jesus that, that, that gives you the hope and helps you focus your life on a, a good path, what rises out of this is what can we offer? What can you offer? of the light to share it with others your light right over there look at the power of it. it's a lot of heat when it all comes together in your light now the last heading um, I kind of it didn't directly relate to one of the verses but part of what Christmas is all about is it seems like it's the one time of the year when um, for a moment we allow ourselves to feel the peace and believe that peace is possible. Um, And so peace beyond the bleakness is our hope that comes out of celebrating um, this time on Christmas Eve. Um, You know, we've been talking a lot in church over the last few weeks about how this Christmas time is such a disconnect for so many people. Because not only are we wanting to feel the joy. But don't you feel it out there? There's an expectation that we feel joyful this time of year. And maybe you feel joyful tonight, maybe you don't. Maybe you'll feel joyful tomorrow, maybe you don't. But sometimes those expectations come in and push us and it feels like it actually gets worse. The joy that we're talking about that comes out of the birth of Jesus It's not a momentary joy that just felt out of emotion. It's a deep joy in understanding that in the whole arc of history and in the whole scheme of our lives that if we open ourselves up to the way of Jesus and to the divine love born into this world, into our midst, born within us that now can be spread around, that if we commit ourselves to a deeper understanding of that, and a deeper living of that, that over time, that joy will emerge within us and spread. It maybe only starts sometimes and some days, I know it's that way for me, as something that, well, I know it's true, but I don't feel it. 
But if we continue to follow Jesus from birth through death and resurrection, each year that joy can grow deeper within us. And out of the bleak midwinter, we can see the dawn of a new day. In the darkness, we can see the light shining. And we can become that light of peace to more people we meet each day.